Hello and welcome to Money Life. This is Sucheta Dilal. This week, talking about something different. Remember MCA 21? This is the Ministry of Corporate Affairs e-filing system. Started a long time ago. In fact, we finished two periods of seven years. And believe it or not, it is a mess all over again. So you had MCA 21 starting with our best software companies, okay? These are guys who are world famous. So it was TCS first. There were no issues. Maybe there were, but it was a simpler system, early days. So seven years down the line, after it sort of stabilized and people had begun to file simple stuff first because it was the first process of taking everything online, the contract switched to Infosys. And all hell broke loose. In fact, those of you who read Money Life regularly would have seen a series of articles that we wrote and tried to help company secretaries appeal to all kinds of people, including Mr. Amitabh Kant, who was in Niti Aayog. And finally, the seven-year period ended. Company secretaries tell me that all the problems never really disappeared. But in 2019, it was time for a new contract. So I believe it's almost like company secretaries and CAs face what is called sare sati or a seven and a half phase, seven and a half year phase where thanks to the God Shani, people face challenges. Here, it's like an unending thing. Every seven years, not seven and a half years, is a new contract and it unleashes new problems. Company secretaries are struggling. Their clients think that they're being lazy. Sometimes money is vanishing. Sometimes names are vanishing. I'm going to come to it bit by bit. But I mean, a country that wants to call itself uh, part of the developed world, how on earth can it unleash a system like this onto people and not acknowledge issues unless they're rubbed in their face, which is a bit of what I did over the last week and which is what this video blog is all about. So new cycle of pain and trauma because MCA 21 now has, like I said, 2013, it switched from Tata Consultancy to Infosys, wrote about it. The nightmare lasted till 2016, despite huge public embarrassment. I even called the original founder of Infosys at one time, Narayan Murthy, and wrote about it. Now, it has moved from Infosys to LNT Mindtree. A possible reason is that there's no continuity because it goes to the lowest bidder. Obviously, Infosys wanted to wash its hands off after seven years and probably didn't want to bid enough. So LNT Mindtree has won the contract. This time around, it's called version three. So version one, PCS, version two, Infosys, V3 for short, is the new nightmare that people have been facing, which at the end of this blog, I'll tell you that the government has now acknowledged, yes, there is a problem. They did all kinds of things. Now, what happened is that forms in this case were apparently being done phase-wise. They said they learned their lessons after the Infosys fiasco, and this time it's phased. But phase one and phase two itself have created such problems. What was the original plan with V3? It was supposed to be bigger, better. Everything was going to go online. That's still the dream. E-adjudication would happen faceless like it's happening with the tax department. And the process of filing details 
is going to be a single source of truth, which will ensure that common information will automatically get updated over various fonts. Announced in 2019. Problem started in 2021 when LNT Mindtree's version 3 was rolled out. Okay, May 2021. The first two phases are now complete. In the first phase, it was limited to LLPs, limited liability partnerships. These are small people, SMEs. So when they made a noise, said there are problems, everyone blamed it on them. And this had issues. In fact, I spoke to a whole bunch of company secretaries. One of them, Mr. Jigar Shah, partner of JMJ Associates LLP, sent me a detailed note on what has happened at each stage. So I'm going to keep quoting him on this. He says the initial problems fell on deaf ears because LLPs are usually owned, like I said, by SMEs. In August 2022, thanks to ignoring the earlier problems, the problems increased because this time nine more company law-related filings were moved to V3 without fixing the issues. So things just finally erupted in the public domain in 2023. Some media began to write about it. I shouldn't say some, lots of newspapers wrote about it until it reached the finance minister, who also happens to be the minister for the Ministry of Corporate Affairs. In February, she said she's going to step in and ask for a special team to address public grievances on a priority basis. Last week, frankly, I was not into this at all. Last week, when I got tagged by certain company secretaries and they said, can you take this up? I began to research and look at it. And I was astounded that in spite of finance minister and minister of corporate affairs saying, fix it, put a team. Remember, this is like history repeating itself. We've gone through all of this with Infosys happening all over again. Mindtree, incidentally, hasn't bothered to even get back, except one mail saying they've received some of the complaints. But nothing happened. Complaints increased. Now, the government said, as long as forms are being filed and we are updating data on our website every day, saying that, look, some people managed to file forms, it means the system is working. In fact, the more the number, it means that the system has stabilized. What they do not say is how many tickets or complaints were raised, how many tickets have been raised per form, and what are the number of complaints? Are they increasing, decreasing? Have they gone down to zero or 1%? No, that data is not given. In fact, they decided that the system has stabilized. Right? It's important to stress that failure to comply with filings leads to steep penalties and prosecution. However, MCA has been insisting that since some forms are filed, there's no problem. Now, if the government does not believe there is a problem, it's obviously reluctant to extend the filing deadline or to waive penalties. Professionals say, that they have been sitting on things 24-7, sometimes eight hours and 10 hours just to get a few forms filed. And so they have some success, but it's a nightmare. It cannot go on like this. The government has to acknowledge the problem. Have they done it? Well, after the ministry got in, involved, or rather the minister got involved, there's a Twitter handle, which is a help desk. Now, you would think a help desk would work. The help desk, it's help desk MCA 21B3. It also insists the same thing, the official line. Forms are being filed regularly, things are working fine. I'm going to show you an image of what they replied to me when I said, what the heck is happening on 9th April. Dear stakeholder, 
Filings are taking place across all forms launched on V3 portal, help desk consisting of representatives from NISG, EY, ICAI, ICSI. These are Institute of Chartered Accountants, Institute of Company Secretaries, the professional bodies who ought to be taking this up. And sure enough, the minute I started posting on Twitter, there have been council members from here who have taken the job of defending the government and insisting that we've been holding seminars, we've been holding workshops, all this may be happening, but it is too little, just not enough. And obviously the problems were large enough for people to desperately turn to a journalist to try and resolve them. So Jigar Shagan says, help desk had a standard response. Dear stakeholder, your concern has been noted for resolution. He says, what is worse, that once the person has struggled and struggled and managed to resolve the issue, the bot immediately gets into the act to say, we observe that your filing is done, which means, hey, buddy, you had no problem at all. You obviously don't know what is being done. So what I did is I asked people, send me details of the kind of problems you had and try to categorize them. Are they all, as the ministry said, because many logins were attached to one email ID and now that they're trying to create a clean system with a clear KYC, each director being associated with one ID, all these problems are erupting? Absolutely not. The problems are widespread, humongous, and clearly show serious bugs in the system. The good news is that the ministry has informally reached out to me and admitted that yes, help desk is a problem. Yes, these are serious issues. In fact, I send them 15, they say 12 are serious issues and they got on to the job of resolving them. I believe most of them aren't borderless resolved. But remember, people have had to fight in different ways. So if you're a larger company like Muthut Finance was, it actually filed a writ petition in the Kerala High Court. It said it could not make the mandatory filings with the ROC because of website issues. And the court then said physical documents can be filed. Now, this is important because in some cases, ROCs, after physical documents have been filed, did not acknowledge it even during COVID and have filed criminal cases. Now, frankly, the ministry has to actually look at what each ROC has done and what are the cases filed. Sometimes the cases have been filed without even informing the company. They've just gone to court and done the filing. This is what happens in India. Another company, believe it or not, Quest Softtech Limited, listed entity, actually informed stock exchanges that we have dropped our plans to change our name because of the inability to file the necessary forms of the MCA. So is this a problem about login and IDs? This is a systemic issue. Meanwhile, the Institute of Company Secretaries has been sending representations almost every month, pleading for relaxation of penalties and extending the time. ICSI and ICAI are also working on, like I said, all the help desks and seminars, but it's not enough. What we needed the government to do is acknowledge there's a problem. If you can't get it down to zero, you have to give people time because you can't penalize them for a problem that is with your system. And frankly, this is not a question of 1% of the people have a problem or 2%. If the problem is due to a system, it has to be zero because I cannot be penalized for a faulty system that you have inflicted on me and made it mandatory for me to use that with no other options, right? Like I said, ministry has reached out. Let's hope it works. LNT Mindtree, 
thanks to the ministry intervening and saying, send them the complaints, the copy to us, has a one line, half a line acknowledgement. Let me make that clear. Saying we've received your complaint. Nothing further from them. This is the contractor. This is where the buck stops. They are the ones who have to be more responsive and really tell us what is going on and how long will it take to fix it. But this is it. Ministry, like I said, is much better. Now let's come to the kind of issues. So once he tells me, it requires as many as 10 tickets or complaints to be raised for a single form. And I said, they're not giving you data on that. They're saying forms are filled. They continue to be charged penalties for no fault of theirs. Now, any country with a working judicial system where you could go to court quickly, expect to be heard, they would have fined the government. Doesn't happen here. Another says, when we filed the DIR 12, which is a form for filing appointments and sessions in a listed company, it has to be approved based on the master data on the MCA site. They discovered that the master data, believe it or not, contains the name of some other person who this company doesn't know. Complaint was filed on 11th March. The promise is that it will be resolved in 48 hours. They have spent time calling, emailing, tweeting every day to no avail. Who's the person whose name is added? Nobody knows. Another says a form was filled for an appointment of an additional director in a private company on 9th February 2023. Master data on the website reflected this updation with a random appointment date of 18 July 2019. Remember, filed on 9th February 2023, random appointment date of 2019. Directors have fixed terms. The date is important because they stop being directors on a particular day. This software has taken some other date. Professional is struggling to have it rectified with no success. Hopefully it's done now. This is not an incompetent professional who doesn't know how to use a modern V3 system. V3 also requires all company directors to create their own login ID first, then associate it with their DSC. Some directors who created a login ID on the previous V2 system are facing a total deadlock. Now, they've been told deactivate your old user ID, but apparently this is easier said than done because the deactivation can only be done by the MCA, which has not been responding. So ticket after ticket, pleading and nothing happening. Now, another point. Earlier version allowed the client or the company to make a payment, letting the professional download a pay later chalan. Here, the ministry has a different version. They say they forgot to click zero payment is allowed. I don't know. These are professionals. The professionals tell me we've been doing filing for years and years. We know if the system is not throwing the right cues, it's again a systemic error. Anyway, professionals have had to pay from their pockets and they get reimbursed by clients because this is a new system. They say the pay later is not allowed. One case, Woodleen Kaur, has a horror story. She formed SH7, filed the form SH7, made a payment, not small, 26,25,000 through corporate internet banking, through Bharat Kosh, which is the official intermediary. But MCA21 did not link the SRN with the payment for 17 days and the SRN itself got cancelled. So she's got a huge amount of money that's stuck and is desperate. I mean, anyone would be with 26. 6.25 lakh because no client is going to reimburse the money. The job is not done. I'm told they're helping her now. So I'm, you know, this is an update. So I'm also giving you what has been happening after we took it up. 
Now, the payment also fails apparently because the site is buffering, network issues. You know how payments work. So the window is open, you get an OTP. If you don't do it within that time, system buffers, there are network issues, it fails. And you have to keep trying again and again and keep waiting for four hours each time. This is what someone tells me, Mr. V. Ramchandran of VR Associates. Now, there was a time when MCA had boasted that company registration can actually take place in one working day. They did it all, big media release, splash in all the papers. After you move to version two, version three, and e-filing, you would think it should be a matter of hours. Believe it or not, it's taking three to four weeks if you're lucky, or you get into this complaint after complaint loop and nobody is held accountable because we have a new system and they are working and nobody is questioning LNT Mindtree. It is silent. It's got a Twitter handle, complete silence. In fact, some company secretaries tell me that when they posted messages, they were actually blocked for their effort. Now, under the rules, no company can use money raised through IPOs, FPOs, private placement, unless it has filed a form. It's called PS3. Apparently, crores of rupees are lying on you since companies are struggling to file the form, leading to project delays, hardship, because you cannot use the money. Another issue. In one case, information about incorporation of the company was approved on 19th February. MCA's master data shows that this is incorrect, even on 11th March, supposed to be handled in 48 hours. The result is that the company hasn't got the certificate of incorporation, permanent account number, and other registration details. Unless someone handholds and makes it happen, they're in limbo from 19th February, we are on 13th April. Again, I'm told that this has been done and sorted out. Let's hope so. Another complaint says, we file forms MGT14, which is apparently for allotment of securities, but all these are under process. So they're following up with the ROC Bangalore and they've been informed that they are unable to view the forms either. The ROC also can't see the forms on the system. It's the same with another form, INC 28, which is for the change of name. Nothing to do with logins, right? One professional from Nashik who has got back to me saying his problem is now resolved after sending the complaint to the ministry, he filed a form for incorporation of LL an LLP. The form simply disappeared from his account, though he paid the money through a chalan. He's been chasing the MCA since February. He's not received a reply from the help desk. His form was shifted to another user due to a faulty system. Struggling to get it rectified, it was done yesterday. In fact, it reached a stage where he got so desperate that he was going to drop the whole LLP thing and incorporate a partnership form instead. I'm hoping that he is now sticking to his original plans, but he wrote to me saying it's been sorted. Another professional tried to submit form three and four for appointment of designated partners, again, an LLP. He was told in response to his complaints to try and work around, upload incognito mode, clear your cookies, nothing works. In fact, there are some really humorous ones, kind of responses that come from the help desk, which have been posted by company secretaries on Twitter, if you want to take a look. One company applied for a director information number, DIN, for their foreign director of the Chinese name. Now, this is really funny. It's a three-part name. The MCA portal, or rather V3, on its own, just dropped his middle name. The, now, having a wrong name, the middle name dropped because everything, a computer doesn't recognize that you're using your name 
without a middle name somewhere and with a middle name somewhere. So it's had a cascading effect on a number of government portals. So one hassle with one wrong din or rather name reflected wrongly has an impact on a whole lot of others. One professional says, we are not even able to upgrade user login, forget about filings. Another bizarre case is about how all submitted forms got canceled and they were told not to worry. It was a glitch in the portal. Get used to it. Doesn't matter that these glitches have a penalty as attached. So just think about it. When you're told, try again, try incognito mode, don't worry, try again. Who is responsible? And why is it that the professional has to pay a penalty? Because it doesn't happen. Apparently, a few things have got approved later, but some things have been closed without resolution. The very fact that in spite of all these hardships, some professionals are able to fill forms shows that obviously their job is important to them because their clients are not going to pay them unless it happens. A client is not going to listen to whatever happens. It shows their perseverance and their endurance. And I think we Indians are into a Buddha-like system. We just keep trying and hope for the best because we have no option. Shocking that the government and LNT Mindtree, I'm going to keep saying the government has responded. LNT Mindtree has to get its act together. Also want to make the point that accountability and punishment in India is a one-way street. No government stakeholders are held to the highest standards or punished with penalties or criminal litigation when something goes wrong. If you are imposed a penalty wrongly, you keep fighting for it, you spend more money and often people just pay a wrong penalty and forget it because the legal system doesn't work. The cost of fighting, even with the government, even if you don't go to a civil court or a criminal court is just way too high and time consuming. And a lot of times in the first appellate, they just rule with the government. So it's pointless. I don't even know when this is ever going to change. But if you think this is wrong, please share it. Let's hope, the government tells me that they hope to get it all right. Let's hope they get it right. But let's keep the pressure up because nothing's going to change unless people begin to speak out, share their experiences and point out to what is going wrong. If you want to read what has happened in the past with Infosys and others, we have a series of articles on money life. And if you look at my column, we have even hyperlinked them. I'm going to show some of them here up to you. Like what we say, please subscribe and spread the word because we are fighting your battles. Thank you.